our guest speaker today, um, uh, my relationship is on so many different levels. A colleague, she was a the platform minister, uh, pulpit minister for 22 years or so in Phoenix, Arizona, the Creative Living Fellowship. Uh, she is the executive director of the affiliated New Thought Network, where I am the administrator, so she's my boss. Uh, she is my friend. She has now started her own consulting company, which is called Unleash Your Life, where she does coaching, consulting, training, and workshops, and so forth. And she's going to tell a story today about Won't Will Did, and because of these multiple layers of uh, involvement with, uh, with her, I heard the story as it was coming together. And I am very much looking forward to her take on the metaphysics behind it. So please uh, join me in welcoming Reverend Dr. Michelle Whittington. Thank you, Bill, so much for having me here. Thank you all for setting the stage so beautifully this morning. Um, Jane, yes, your reading was perfect. And Anna, my goodness, you are an angel. You have an angel voice. So thank you so much. Yeah, won't, will, did. So as Jane's reading said, um, I'm, I'm going to ask you, have you ever been presented with an opportunity or had a God nudge from within to do something, be something, experience something, and every part of you said no 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 not not no no can't do that that's too much that's too big that's too scary don't want to nope not a end of discussion no anybody ever had that or am i going to be speaking to myself okay good several of you have you know that experience then you may also have had the next level which is to say, well, let me think about this some more. Let me give this some more thought. Let me put it in prayer. Let me meditate on it. Let me maybe journal about it. And certainly let me talk to every single person I know that might have an opinion on whether or not I should do this particular thing. And then you start warming up to the idea. You start thinking, well, maybe I could do this. Maybe it would be a good thing for me if I did this. Maybe it would be exactly what I need to do. And so then you take your no, 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 won't do it to a, okay, I will. I will do this. Anybody ever had that happen? Yeah, you got to the will? Hmm. Okay, cool. Then... You got to the will, you say, yes, I am going to do it. And then all of a sudden you hit all these roadblocks. Stuff comes up that doesn't let you move forward or this goes sideways or that happens. And you think, well, wait a minute. I decided to do this. I felt like it was the right thing. I'm on the journey. I'm on the path. What the heck is up with all these roadblocks? Maybe I'm not supposed to do it after all. What do I do now? My last question, anybody ever had that happen? <laughs> yes, got it, got it. Well, and ultimately you either do the thing or you don't do the thing. I want to tell you a story of that journey for me from the won't to the will. And then we'll decide when we get there toward the end if the, if the did 
happened or not. Although I guess my title, my talk title sort of gives away that the did, did in fact happen. So what is that? So let's talk first about the won't. So my won't was this. Last October at a conference that Bill and I were at of the affiliated New Thought Network, let me say more than we were at, we were working at, Bill and I worked our tails off at that conference and it was a delightful conference. Um, I, one of the, one of the presenters there is a young, amazing man named Nemo Patel. Some of you may be aware of Nemo in, if you have ever heard the music of Daniel Namod, which I suspect many of you have. Daniel uh, and Nemo met several years ago and have done a lot of collaboration. Nemo is, among many things, a hip-hop singer. And so they have made some amazing music videos. Grateful is one of the most profound. If you have not listened to that, please do. But that's a side note. Nemo pulled me aside at the end of that conference and said, hey, I want you to know about something. I'm involved with an organization that every year in January has a leadership retreat in India, and uh, it is by invitation only, and I am inviting you to consider going. It's called the Gandhi 3.0 uh, Leadership Retreat, and it's going to be based on Gandhian principles, how he made major social change through nothing but love. Opposition, yes, uh, of, of social issues, governmental issues that did not work for him or his country, but through nothing but love. So I will now make my true confession here and say I had a big won't. Um, even though I said to Nemo, sure, send me the information when I got it, I had a won't because India has never been on my bucket list. It's the idea of going to India scared me, to be honest with you. Um, it's too much. It, it's just, uh, it, it scared me. I'm just being 100% honest. It was a big won't because I was afraid. And the other piece of that was, well, I am a fairly independent person. And I think Bill will attest to how independent I can be. Um, I am and strong. The thought of traveling halfway across the world by myself, not knowing anybody there other than Nemo was also somewhat daunting. So despite being profoundly honored to have been invited, I had a big no. And while I didn't say no out loud to the person who invited me, I said, how many of us have put things off with this statement? Let me pray on that. So let me pray on that. So I prayed on that. And I, and I actually did. And I meditated, as I already said, and I journaled. And then I did a process, a prayerful process where I ask myself, what gifts and opportunities are being presented to me here? What gifts and opportunities are being presented to me here? And I actually did the process asking that question twice. And the first time, I don't remember what I got, what answers I got, but whatever I got weren't compelling enough to change my won't to, um, well, I'd already, to, to truly change that won't, um, to a definite will. But then I did it a second time and I got a full body response. You ever had that? That everything in your body from head to toe says, oh yes, yes, this is yours to do. Even if you're afraid, it's still yours to do. And I got that. And I knew 
that there were gifts and opportunities. I didn't know what they were, but I knew that the gifts and opportunities of this trip would be life-changing for me. And again, that didn't take away the fear. But I learned from Edwin Gaines years and years and years ago. Edwin is a great spiritual prosperity teacher. I walked on fire with her and I learned three quick tools that I'll give you right here about walking through what feels like a wall of fear. She taught me as I was standing in front of that runway of hot coals <laughs> to walk on fire. And that is take a breath, expect the best, take the first step. Take a breath, expect the best, take the first step. And what you will find is that that wall of fear is really just a veil. So that idea, that hit that I got, there are gifts and opportunities for me here that I cannot even now fathom, took me to, from the won't to the will. I will do this. I will do this. So I started taking steps. Take, the first step was say yes. Then what are the other steps? Well, one of the big steps was that I had to have a visa to go to India. Didn't know that, but I learned you have to have a visa. And I was going to get an e-visa. I was counseled by Nemo and some other folks with the organization uh, sponsoring this who said, get an e-visa. It's the quickest. It's the easiest. You apply online and you'll get an uh, online reply. You'll get your visa, bada ding, bada ding, done. You can't do that until a month prior to leaving. So you can't even apply until you're a month out from leaving. So I was leaving on January 13th, on December 13th. Well, okay, it was probably the 15th because I was still dragging my feet a tiny bit because that wall of fear, mm, it did cause me to drag a tiny bit. But nonetheless, I submitted my application. It took several, several days. Finally get an email back uh, in the middle of the night. I hear my phone ding off like, oh my gosh, it's the, it's India. Here we go. Rock on. And I got this big stamp that said rejected. Excuse me. Pardon me. My visa was rejected. So I reached out to my to Nemo and other folks and said, what do I do? Well, just apply again. So I went through it again. But you do have to answer a question. Has your visa ever been rejected to come? Has a visa ever been rejected to come to India? My answer had to be yes. And then they asked why. I have no idea because it didn't say. All it said was rejected. So I submitted again. And don't you know, I got rejected a second time. Hmm. Curious. So we decide, my, my friends, my Indian friends who are helping me with this decide that, all right, we're not going to go that route again. Now we're going to go to the Indian consulate in San Francisco and uh, apply to them. It's a longer process, a more arduous process. I don't have to go to San Francisco, but I have to put a huge packet of information together, including... It felt like my firstborn, although I don't have one, so I really couldn't include my firstborn. But if I had one, I think they would have wanted it. And my passport. I had to send mail in my passport, which talk about fear. Oh, my gosh, that terrified me. I had to have a huge amount of surrender and trust. And by the way, I'm sprinkling spiritual lessons in here. I hope you're catching them. I'll 
I'll articulate them all in a moment, but that took a ton of surrender and trust to put my passport in the mail to go to San Francisco. I included an overnight, um, uh, I sent it overnight and included an overnight return. Now, here's the thing. At this point, we're 10 days away from my leaving. And I've been told because I had to call the consulate and ask them a question about this. I was told by them that it takes at least a minimum of 15 days to get a visa turned around, possibly up to 60. I had 10 days before I was going to leave, but trust and surrender. I believe this is mine to do. I'm going to keep putting one foot in front of the other, taking every step I can take until there are no more steps to take. So I put my, my passport and all the documentation and $350, by the way, just for the record, into a packet and off it went to San Francisco. I had to breathe. I had to trust. I had to know that if this was mine to do, it would happen. And if it was not mine to do, it would not happen. And I got 100% okay with however that went. That was another level of trust and surrender. I mean, I could have, you know, been all tense about it and forced my will. I want to do this. I finally said, yes, I broke through my fear. Come on, God, let's go. And I've done that in my life. I've done that. But in this point, it was like, mm, nope, I am trusting that if this is mine to do, I will get a visa. And it's going to take a miracle. I get that. But I'm, you know, we are in the miracle business. So let's see what happens. On the eighth day before I was supposed to leave, which was a Friday, I got an email from the consulate in San Francisco saying these words. Your application has been processed and is being returned. Period. No, you got it. No, you didn't get it. Your application has been processed and it's being returned. Okay, I get to breathe and surrender again. But just that alone was a miracle because how long did I say they told me it was going to take? At least 15 days. They literally turned that around in two days. Two days from the day they got it. They sent me an email saying, we have processed. I don't know yet if I have the visa, but at least it's been looked at. Monday, before I was to leave on Saturday, this came in the mail. This is the answer. Here it is. Here is the envelope. I am now going to know if I'm going to India or not. Drum roll. I rip it open with such excitement. I was excited, I have to admit. A little nervous, still trusting. And this is what was in it. That's it. Nothing else. No visa. No, you got it. No, you didn't get it. No letter. Nothing. This. Which, by the way, I was very, very, very grateful to have back. 
I mean, extremely grateful to have this back. I thumbed through it. I'm like, okay, I don't see anything in here. So I thought, all right, that's it. I, I'm not supposed to go. And it's okay. It's not for me. I don't understand it, but I'm trusting that that's just the way source is working out. There's something for me not to be not to do in India at this leadership retreat. And I had a whole bunch of people who were very excited. Bill, Bill mentioned a lot of people were on this journey with me. And so I sent an email out to a, a, a group of folks. And I want to read you the email I sent. I said, the package from the Indian consulate arrived today, but it contained only my passport, which I am very happy to have back, but nothing else. No visa, no rejection, no nothing. I called the consulate and the agent was just as perplexed as I was why there was nothing else in the envelope. He must have asked me four times, are you sure there's nothing else in the envelope? He submitted a request for a visa status report, but that will take between 24 and 72 hours. And at this point, I'm going to pull the plug and say, I'm not meant to go. I am very grateful. And these words came from the deepest place in me. I am very grateful and honored to have been invited. And the learnings this experience has afforded me have been many. So here are the five learnings spiritual learnings for me that I'm going to invite you into when you face a won't and then a will and then a what? I can't, right? I can't. So the first one is when facing your won't, there is a ton of power in asking the question, what gifts and opportunities are being presented here? What gifts and opportunities are being presented here? That's number one. Number two, if you get an answer that there are gifts and opportunities and you want to keep going forward, <clears throat> break through that wall of fear by taking a breath, expecting the best, taking the first step. My first step was to say, yes, I'll go. Number three, take every step you know to take until you can't take anymore. And for me, the final step I could take was put that package, including my passport, in the mail. That was the last step I could take. So take every step you know to take until there are no more steps to take. Number four, breathe and surrender as the journey unfolds. Breathe and surrender as the journey unfolds. And number five, be in gratitude no matter what the outcome. Be in gratitude no matter what the outcome. So my opportunity to go deeper into those ideas and into those spiritual practices would have been enough. It would have been enough for me. But as Paul Harvey used to say, those some of us are old enough to remember Paul Harvey, there's the rest of the story. There is more. <laughs> 
So I'm going to, in the, my few minutes that I have left, I want to share uh, the more of that. And then I'm hoping there'll be a part two. Hint, hint, Dr. Bill. Hint, hint, bring you back because there is so much more to tell you about this. But the rest of this piece of this story is that one person I reached out to was my friend Nemo, who lives in India, uh, and told him I didn't I didn't get a visa. I get I'm not coming. The the thing is that they're 12 and a half hours ahead of us. So I reached out to him and texted him at about noon Phoenix time, which was 12:30 a.m. India time. About seven o'clock that night, I get and I could feel the urgency in the text. I could feel it. I get a text from him that says, did you look inside your passport? Did you look at every page inside your passport? And I thought, well, I leafed through it and I didn't see anything. But following his urgent text, I started to leaf through every page and slapped in the middle of my passport is this i don't know if you can see it but this is a visa to go to india good for 10 years by the way so i can go for 10 years i can go so the won't to will to i don't think i can turned into a did and that did in fact gave me I get a little teary, life transforming experiences and opportunities to learn, to grow, to stretch, to change my perspective on things. And I would love to come back and tell you about those. Or you can listen to Anton's affiliated New Thought Network's Thought Leader Thursday, which we have the last Thursday of every month in March, I'm going to be talking about my trip to India. Uh, but there's so much to say that I can say more here and more there. So let me end by saying how profoundly grateful I took the journey, which allowed me to take the journey to India. And how I turned my won't into a will, which led to a miracle. And I want to add one more to my five um, spiritual lessons that occurred. My last one that occurred was when I looked into this visa or into this passport and saw the visa. It hit me. How often is our good sitting right in front of us and we don't see it? So look beyond what your eyes can see because your miracle might be right there. Thank you.